0: Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stires, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. All right. So, today in the studio, I'm so excited to have a guest and a friend. Uh, Kim Harmon Gatland is here with me. Hi, Kim. Jen,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, so we've known each other a long time and actually the story of how I met her is hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny. uh, Hopefully we'll have some time for that. Oh my God, you're a mess. (laughs) Well, just go for
2: it. Now you you teased us, so now you gotta tell a story.
0: So Kim and I actually lived across the street from each other for maybe two years Mm -hmm. and I talked to her. Like she had this great, this beautiful dog that I was madly in love with. This old dog that I was always, I almost killed you one time. You left it out in the ice and I was like, I'm I'm gonna steal that dog. I'm gonna get it. She's abusing that dog. (laughs) What was her
1: name? Goldie.
0: Goldie. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I love. I met and I knew Kim's children. Mm -hmm. I had talked to her lovely daughter and son at different times, and I had no idea who Kim was. But Kim and I were friends on social media, and I'd always say to Kim, and we'd always talk about going to get coffee. I'm like, let's go get coffee. Oh my god, that you know, like we we'd have some conversation, and uh, and she's like, yeah, sure, you know, let's do that sometime. And we I'll,
1: interacted heavily on social media. Heavily. And the funny thing was, I knew you didn't know that I was the same girl no in the picture. Because every time you saw me, I looked like Who Done It Because I didn't have a <laughs> stitch of makeup on. My dad calls it my fright mask. you know. And so people ask me, why, why would you go anywhere without any makeup on? It's like, well, if you'd ever seen me without makeup, you wouldn't ask me that question. So I love to tell people that story about how when we met, you didn't even know that we knew each other. Because I looked nothing like the girl that you'd seen.
0: <laughs> well, that's what she said. So one day, we had a mutual friend go to her door. <laughs> And the mutual friend messaged me and said, I was just at Kim's house, and I saw you, and I saw her, and I said, you were at Kim's? And I'm like, that's Kim? Yeah, and I was so, I was like, oh, my God. Isn't that hilarious? Then I messaged her, and this is her answer, because it's so Kim. I said, Kim, why did you not tell me that that was you? I mean, we've been talking about going to get coffee and connecting, and she said— because every time I see you, I look like the hired help.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that was her answer. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I did I look like the housekeeper. <laughs> or worse.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that's so we lived across the street from each other. So that was great. But uh but Kim also uh she wrote a book called Good Christian Bitches, G C B. And then it turned into a TV show on NBC that I watched. ABC. ABC, sorry. Mm-hmm that I watched. I loved that show.
1: Thank you. I do too. Uh,
0: And I'm not just saying (laughs) that I don't even like TV. I'm not one of these people that even watch TV. I'm definitely not into reality TV. I don't do it.
1: Right. But
0: I loved that show. It was based in Dallas, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not what caught me. The acting was amazing and the content was amazing, which all of your content is. And It is what I love about you. You say things like it is. You write it like it is, and you say it like it
1: is. Thank you. It was real relatable, it turned out, a lot more relatable than even I thought it might be. But it's coming back to the CW in fall of 2020 with a different cast or casting it younger because the CW is, du- that's what their uh, demographic is. But, um, and we're hoping that the girls that were on the original show are gonna come back and make appearances as so moms, great. bosses, aunts, neighbors, stuff That'd like that. That'd so be so neat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All about hypocrisy, which may be some of the things we talk about today too, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> in the world. Uh, and then you you have, you secretly were doing this too, because none of us knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, uh, you help people write books uh, and uh, you also were writing one on the side called mm-hmm. Bubble wrap yes uh-huh and that's going to be released in September it so is. what what is that one about
1: Well the nickname for our neighborhood as you know is the bubble
0: uh-huh
1: and um, it's so funny because you know I was born and raised there I raised my children there and the neighborhood just like so many things that we were discussing, uh, have changed so much in recent years, so has the neighborhood.
0: And Highland Park, the neighborhood she's talking about, the bubble, is 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 basically been the old money, the classy, you know, the right? The, it's very
1: traditional and yeah, very established, let's right. put it that way. So <laughs> there have been some interesting things happen lately because you realize that there are a lot of people that moved there because it's like part of their arrival plan. Right. And it's like they were airdropped into Highland Park Village, you know, because it's like they never reference their old neighborhood. They never reference people that were in their no- old neighborhood. I mean, they never rest uh, reference places, restaurants, or anything like that. And so it's like they were either in the witness protection program or they're trying to distance themselves so much from their previous life. And the funny thing is nobody cares. You know, it's right. like, we knew you weren't here before then. <laughs> it's like, don't look now. Which but one of
0: these is not like the other, <laughs> right? Exactly.
1: So um, it's I was going to do it anonymously, like, seriously, so I could be really frank and really candid about some things I wanted to say. And um, uh, some friends of mine that read it, uh, just they were like there's no way you're going to get right away with this i mean it's not primary colors it's so obvious it's you you know, and see so might as well just go ahead and put your name on it. So I had to pretty much rewrite it because uh-huh. I was so candid about some of the things I said. Uh-huh. Like, what are we gonna do that you don't know any better than to not put your trampoline in the front yard because you've already qualified for the mortgage? You know? <laughs> so it's like, oh dear. It's like the the Arkansas equivalent to the washer and dryer on your porch, you know. I mean, seriously, you know, you have a you have a two million dollar home and you, there's a trampoline in your front yard. You know, clearly you don't have room for it in your backyard, but maybe you need to make a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Send your children down the Block. I don't know. But anyway, so that's basically what it's about. And it's supposed to be funny while at the same time it's hopefully oh, educating some people.
0: I am sure it will be highly entertaining. <laughs> I mean, you. honestly, <laughs> with you, it's just it's going to be it's going to be witty. Well, and to entertaining. give you an idea,
1: the original authors were three girls in a vat of wine. Oh. you know, And since, you know, that oh, I it. don't drink. Yeah, it was uh. all my personalities coming out to play together. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: That's great. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I, I'm gonna love it. I'm, I, of course, want to be at the signing and everything else. Oh, and I, I, I will be but having said that, I, I think the one thing I've always appreciated about you, I'm a writer too, but I love your, I love the way you write. Thank you. And I love your honesty. <laughs> and I felt like we, you know, we're just doing a, the podcast, the girl, the ladies tell all, mm-hmm. and you're a part of that because I wanted your candid, honest answers. and then we started talking about it and I said, let's elaborate. There's so much more to talk about that we can be honest about together. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a very direct person too not as direct you as you I wish i I wish I could say and I know people say that to you all the time I wish I could say what you say <laughs> <laughs> and get away with it. I can't but um i'll I'll try to do it in a in an appropriate nice way and I know you'll do it in a way that, um, that maybe stings somebody a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah,
1: you know I, what I mean. I just had a long time ago: as long as you're funny about it, you can pretty much say anything you right. want to, to
0: somebody. You almost want it to sting a little bit, like when you write <laughs> to get
2: their it, attention. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like z- yeah, yeah. Shame on you for not paying. We attention. call those attention grabbers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: But uh, but you know, the dating world, the relationship world. I mean, it's not just dating. There's marriage marriage material here to talk about that there's things that we need to look at. There's trends happening out there. I mean, you write about some of them in your book.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, you know, I'm sure some of them were on your TV show uh, uh-huh. way back. I'm not even, you know, not even referencing those at this point. But there's so much uh, going on and so much changing in the landscape
1: of so much. of love. Well, and I saw, I follow you on all your social media, and I, I saw something you posted a couple of weeks ago about a term called mate poaching. yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's been happening in my neighborhood. I mean, I remember I had friends that every time you went to their house, you were a nervous wreck. I didn't know what anxiety was when I was in grade school but you'd be having a full-blown anxiety attack because you didn't know what to call their mother because every time you went to their house, she had a different last name. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> and half the time it just was... Just ma'am. Yeah, exactly, ma'am. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. I don't know who you're married to now. You know, it's is, like, who's like did you go through? back to the other name you had before? And, I mean, it's just, it was so confusing. But, I mean, there's been mate, mate poaching going on in the Park Cities. You know, since Christ was a child, because you people know. people looking for bigger, better. Well, and you're not trading up for a double wide over there.
2: You know, uh-huh. the stakes
1: are really high. <laughs> you know, so it's a real serious game they're playing. Uh huh. You know? Uh huh. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but back.
2: That's what happened in my neighborhood. We just traded up for double wides.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and really it's double not like and a
2: nicer pair it. of rubber boots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get a kick out of that, right? That's um, but but it it is. I mean that at the end of the day, it is that foundation of relationships that has just eroded. Uh-huh. You know, it's, um, if it, and it starts with the family. If there's not a close family bond, I mean, I, you know what I love about you too, is that you, you do have old fashioned values. You are divorced. Uh-huh. Uh, you are divorced, but you are such a great mom. You've taught your children. I've watched you talk to your children and teach your children manners, dating manners, uh, even when you've cursed online or said something uh, online, you, you'll apologize. Your mom, sorry, mom, sorry, mom.
1: <laughs> it's great. Much to her
2: horror. It's,
0: it's no, and she's lovely. But but that's that's what I remember. I mean, that's to me the real manners and dating manners and and just manners and it and,
1: matters so much. That's the whole reason I I'm, the whole reason I wrote Bubble Wrap is because so many people who would like quote-unquote, make it to the neighborhood, you know. I, they had this skewed idea of what it was all about. It was like, oh, we're moving to Camelot where it never rains till after sundown, you know. And you're <laughs> like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But it's like they thought that because they had become successful and acquired all this money that that, that was more important than their manners. Right. And it's like, wow, you will never have enough money to be that rude, you know. Is, I mean, isn't
0: never. Isn't that funny, though, because it's like you – you're remembering what the old Park Cities and Highland Park was like, mm-hmm. and you see what is it's not now. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's love, you know, because I remember what it was. My parents were still married after, got 58 years uh, in July. Them, I know That's they're so, awesome. so darn cute. Uh, and But I remember what love is and was, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing so much deviate away from that, which is why, I created a brand that still reminds people, Mm -hmm. and there encourages that. (laughs) Yeah, and I, yeah, it it should. But there are a lot of people out there that still want it. But we've strayed so far from what our roots and our foundation of what love is that it's just it's 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 a reminder. I think for some people, when when I. Post or talk or have podcasts or whatever the reminder is. So having said that, mm-hmm. uh, I think social media, I use social media a lot. Uh, po- I do post almost every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I use it a lot. And I do notice that that's an area where people people aren't necessarily who they say they are. They There's a lot on social media that isn't what it seems. No. And there's a lot on social media that is what it seems. Mm-hmm. I think that people can... <laughs> can tell a lot
1: from somebody's profile. You can be very discerning when it comes to who you choose to interact with or who you choose to pursue for, like, a friendship. You know, as we were talking about in the beginning, you know, you and I became friends on social media before we became friends in real life. kind of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, what's so funny to me is, A... How people can ignore what they choose to ignore because yeah. some things are just blatantly obvious and it seems to, like, escape them, which, you know, so often you know somebody's too smart then to have really missed something that's real obvious. Um, but um, it's really funny because I was telling somebody the other day, like, privacy is kind of becoming the new cool you know, and it's like, you can't put that cat back in the bag. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. When you, when you are constantly, you know, posting pictures of yourself, half nude, and all you're saying is, have a nice day. Right. It's like, yeah, you know, I didn't really need to see your boobs for that.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> I know. No, no, wait a minute. Let's talk about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, this, it's, it's been a long, it's a long time pet peeve of mine And something I've tried to teach and show women, especially, Uh uh, you know, if you don't want a superficial relationship, if you don't, you know, don't complain about men just wanting uh, a hookup or, you know, to... And you
1: clearly have an advertising campaign.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You're every other shot. You're in a bathing suit or uh-huh. you're, it's,
1: you know. I'm having a cheeseburger. And it's, you know, you're smiling with your cleavage up to your chin. It looks like the
2: Hardee's commercial.
1: Exactly. With Paris Where's the cheeseburger? The That's the best
0: part. I'm having a cheeseburger and there's no cheeseburger in the picture. And, sure,
1: and never it's will
0: be. It's a beautiful be. sunny day outside and it's this person's face. Exactly. You know. You have
1: no idea what the weather is because it's such a close up, you
0: know. Oh, God. I know. Like, this is, it's crazy. Created, social media has created such narcissism. Mm. There is there is somebody, and it, the person goes unnamed on social media. But boy, when she she posts, probably. Fifteen selfies of herself every day, mm-hmm. and every time she comments on a post, mm-hmm. like um, "Oh, I agree with that," she'll put a picture of herself in the comment. In the comment, it's you like, know, we all who know it is. Yeah, you
1: know, we all know what you look like, honey. <laughs> it's I insanity. Mean, it's like I see you in my sleep, not Guys because run from it, that for any other reason other than the fact that it's like I see your face three thousand times a day. Oh, you know. And uh, if I were a man, I would run away from that like my hair was on fire.
0: Yeah, I mean, know? men do notice that. Women notice that. Men notice that. You know what's interesting, though? Um, men don't seem to notice so much when women do it. Like, if there is a profile, we were talking about this fake profile. Pretty, We're pretty pretty sure it's fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the men were commenting like they had no idea. Like, hey, go out with me. No, go out with me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm first in line. Yeah. And we're looking at these and we're going, hang on a second. First of all, it was like some Bible Bible
1: something. Yeah, Jesus loves me, but here's me in my bikini. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> <it's> yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it was.
0: It was a picture of her in her bikini, and it was uh-huh. some
1: Bible verse. Yeah, it's like, what does that Bible verse have to do with you being in a scantily clad bikini <laughs> on the beach? Yeah. I mean, you I'm, look great. I'm not
2: sure that God would approve, but okay. <laughs> um, but, well, um, I was on the sand, mean <laughs> Jesus walked in the desert.
1: And he did walk on water, so we <laughs> yeah. so yeah. so have all those water. elements. Uh, yeah. There's a
2: few times. Of course, we
0: missed that of course we miss that that's what you call a stretch but guys are missing that like it's like they don't they're not seeing some of the
1: smartest men i've ever known fall for that hook line and sinker i was telling you on another episode we did that um that this guy that i that i was that i'm still business partners with so i have to be very careful what i say (laughs) but i mean he's very handsome he's very charming he's got a great sense of humor and he's very successful And these women would all but out and out proposition him in his comments. God only knows what his direct messages must have looked like because I would blush at some of the comments. And, of course, you know, the thing is he's cool enough that he didn't, I mean, that, that that he did not like that or appreciate it or think it was okay or any of that. But I'm amazed at some of these guys I see that are so uncool. That they just eat that up with a spoon and you can tell. Well, they you know? need it.
0: That's what's feeding them. I think, I think, I do think social media but what feeds that people like that. What does that tell you about
1: them? Well, without, they're insecure. Yeah. So, they're a well, mess.
0: It tells me that. Yeah. It tells you that. Exactly. But does it, you know, mm-hmm.
1: uh, does it
0: tell the average person that that's well, looking? and then
1: when he finds out that she, you know, really lives in Michigan and weighs 450 pounds, yeah. you know. your are being be catfish, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's a mess out there.
1: She wasn't everything she was cracked up to be.
0: You know. It, so having said that to you, so again, it's it's a it's a world we live in that's very uh, instant gratification. Uh, what you see isn't always what you get, but uh-uh. that's what people think. Uh-huh. Uh, but we were talking in the women, the ladies' tell all session about uh, you know kissing a guy in a first date. Uh-huh. And, you know, a lot of women were like, nope, you're not getting a kiss. But there's, there is, and we did talk to guys about sex on the first date. There's a lot of people doing it.
1: You know what? I got to tell you, and this is probably going to make me sound like very dated, but I have two children, as you know, of a 28-year-old son, I have a 22-year-old daughter, okay? Um, when you have that initial conversation with your children when they're little about the birds and the bees, okay, sometimes like that's it. You know, these parents like don't ever touch on that again. When my kids were teenagers and they had all these raging hormones going on, yeah, I sat them down and I said, "Let me explain something to you." Yeah, I said, "Dogs do it. Unattractive people do it. Anybody can do that to somebody." You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Doesn't take a lot of brains. Doesn't take a lot of talent. You know, it's like so. You know, most of these women, and what literally breaks my heart for them, whether they have any kind of like religious foundation or not, that they were given. I mean, how about a little pride of ownership? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's like, and, you know, the thing that kills me is they act like this, but, you know, but we've been so serious or we've been sleeping together or whatever. You know, don't sit there and tell me after the fact how important sex is to you when you slept with them on the first night, because clearly it's not.
0: Right. You know? Right. Well, you know, it does come back to upbringing mm-hmm. and people's morals and values and things like that. Having said that, I, I'm always astounded by the amount of times that I see Uh, you know, kids out, maybe they're at a concert, like a country concert or something, and they're with their mom, and mom's in the picture (laughs) with them and all their 20-year-old friends, and mom's in you know, cut-off shorts. And, and mom's
1: lit and is wearing a more, like, revealing outfit, outfit than
0: the saying. daughter. She's I got know. cowboy boots on and cut-off shorts. Like so you're
2: saying 20. you only see that at country concerts? Is <laughs> no, that what you're saying? No,
0: but I'm just saying. The heavy metal
2: girls are too fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> well, they wear it Where's anyway. Where's
0: their guidance
1: coming from? <laughs> exactly. It's
0: not, that's probably. Well,
1: and you know what's so funny? It's one thing I noticed when my kids were, were growing up, like, in high school. They Those moms that are trying so hard to be their friend. Yeah, you know? that's it. They're trying so hard. And they hard need a parent. And their children are embarrassed by them. Yeah. Their children are mortified by that behavior. And it used to break, me, break my heart for them. Every day there was this one family in particular that the mom was like, if if I'd had a son in that grade instead of a daughter, I, she and I would have had a little talk. Yeah. Because she would be in the kitchen with her wine glass on, like, her fourth glass and, f- like, flirting with these high school age boys, like to the point that I was like, "Can somebody call CPS?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this chick is a danger, Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, you know. Yeah. And but it, you know, the thing is, it, it literally broke my heart for her daughter because her daughter would be mortified.
0: Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. And and I think the other thing is, I, I this is quickly turning into a, a relationship rant uh, segment. Um, oh, sorry. I th- no, it's okay because it's it's a perfect. It it it. There are things to be said. I think too. That whole idea of the alcohol, uh-huh. you know, I'm not a big drinker. I know you're not at uh-huh. all. Um, but all these oh, parents go. are drinking. All these <laughs> parents here. are drinking with their kids, yeah. like getting wasted, doing shots with their children.
1: Yeah, uh-uh. that's not cute. Like their
0: college age kids. Yeah. Like I don't get it. I'm I, I still don't even have a glass of wine with my parents. You know, well, I mean, it's
1: respect. You know, I mean, as you know, Rudy and I had been divorced about 15 minutes when this friend of, a, of our family oh, invited right. us on a on their 205 foot mega yacht you know and I, I was seeing someone at the time but my parents were going so I took a girlfriend with me yeah and my friends I mean I was a you know 47 year old woman at the time my friends were like why didn't you bring so and I'm like I'm so sure my parents are on this boat you know uh-huh. I mean if I'm you know if I'm sharing a room with a guy for a week you know it's not gee but it was to me it was just so inappropriate it was disrespectful to them you know
0: I think we truly because you are a lot like me, that I think we're
1: probably the only two. <laughs> I don't.
0: Is it? I don't. I don't know that there's anybody. Well,
2: and it's, it's called a
1: lady. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He's right though. And I'm. And look. And I'm not patting myself on the back and you know waving some big. You know, oh, I know. I was thinking us. that I sound like a dinosaur. Well, but the thing is, I mean, you shouldn't feel like you're sounding like that because that should be normal. But unfortunately, in this climate, in this culture nowadays, it's so unusual that you do sound like you're, you know, you think you're all that in a bag of chips when all you're thinking is, why is this not normal anymore? So- well, you
0: know, you've got very normal, uh, lovely children. And, you know, I think, and even with that, you were divorced. But yet you and your ex-husband raised your children right. You showed them what love was. You showed them what it wasn't. And even through a divorce, you showed them synergy, cohesiveness, being good parents. I have the best loving each other. In the world. Yeah, husband. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That hashtag, awesome. that's, yeah. awesome. that's a new hashtag, <laughs> the was been party. He really is amazing. Is so I'm very lucky. Yeah.
0: But, but and that is great when that works out that way.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I've, I know so many women who have daddy issues. I mean, I had them. I mean, you know, if my stepfather hadn't shown up, I'd have ended up, you know, working at the cabaret. But <laughs> you know, thank God he showed up when he did. But um, I literally, I mean, knew that so many women I knew had daddy issues from being divorced. And um, I made sure that I went way out of my way to make sure that that relationship was healthy and everything it needed to be for her, so she didn't end up with them. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people don't do that, right? You know?
0: Right. People come in with their wounds from their childhood, like and they oozing. end up repeating that. <laughs> yeah. No. No. It's it's, it's like you can
2: work on those. You know. It's
0: true. Interestingly <laughs> enough, and they can be healed. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I hear this all the time from guys. I mean, obviously, it's not. I mean, it's just something I hear from guys, that they go out with women, and especially, it's funny, it's more prevalent in the Park Seas and Howland Park area. The, when the, I can usually tell who they're going out with, but the women are all complaining about their ex-husbands mm-hmm. and 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 just really bringing their, their massive baggage in. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, because there, it happens everywhere. People bring their baggage in, mm-hmm. but it's not the job. Of a man, a new man, to, and to figure it out. That's right. You know, it's your job. Right. We're not, to here. We're not here, here to clean up.
1: No, yeah.
2: no. You're and you rescued. can't.
0: You're and you rescued. absolutely can't. So I think until it's a disservice.
2: Heals. It is if a you, disservice. Yeah, it's a disservice if you're expected to like clean up and make things better and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Not only just for like morally, because you're becoming like a major figure of like, I can fix everything mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Which is. Which the, guys love to do. Some guys do. But. There are others that know that is the path to ruin the relationship. You're
1: right. You are dead right about that.
0: Well, I do I do think that that just brings up a whole other point. As women have become more independent and, you know, they're they're strong, there's two chiefs and no Indian in a relationship now. The, both of the people want to be in charge, and the uh-huh. women won't relinquish control and won't allow the man to lead. And then the guy's constantly fighting for superiority or some type of, some type some sort of, of leadership. leadership.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny because I, that's so funny you said that because I asked somebody the other day, I was like, you know what, Yeah, you know, at my age I've heard my whole life about girls with daddy issues. Why don't we start talking about men with mommy issues? You know, because there are so many men that are happy to let you take that leadership role. Right. And then I mean, like, look, when Rudy and I were married you know, he was gone 250 days a year. One thing I loved about my husband was that he knew that I was very capable, you know, um, in his absence that, you know, if something happened to one of the children, if, you know, the house burned to the ground, you know, that I could handle it, you know, and when he was gone. But at the same time, I loved knowing I didn't have to handle it because he was the head of our household. He was the leader of our family and all and he that.
0: wasn't even there half the time. And he wasn't yeah. even there half the time. Yeah. But
1: you know what? I mean, I see these men today, they are more than happy to let a woman pay their bills. Right. They are more than happy to let a woman be the leader in the relationship. They are more than happy to do all that. And it's kind of like there's that's gonna come out some somewhere sideways. It's got to.
2: I think we're back to the pampered parent. Right? But little Bobby can't fall down. Mommy's gotta be there to pick him back up and straighten him all up and make him, you know, yeah. and everybody's As gotta make the team. Him. Everybody's gotta make the team and everybody's gotta be participating and all this kind of stuff. So
1: I didn't even think about that. Yeah, get a participation trophy.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not they don't understand and I see it. I have a 13 year old and, a, and fixing to be 21 year old who are just absolutely amazing. Yay. But um, the bottom line is is that kids are not taught how to fail today. So when they do fail, they have no idea how to fix it or how to handle it or how to handle it mm-hmm. because someone's always there to fix the problem for them. So that's why I think they walk into these relationships and are like, hey, you can take it.
1: You know what? Yeah, go ahead. A great point. I never even thought about that. Yeah. That's an awesome point.
2: I'm smart like that.
1: You are.
0: Well, you know, I uh it's funny, I just got contacted by a producer that wanted to uh meet give her people that boys with mommy issues. And I
1: love it. <laughs> it's I got a whole it. show on it. You need to because I'm telling you that yeah, who's
2: gonna volunteer for but, that but one? I I am gonna say <laughs> this I, was say, I think we're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to be recruited if you know yeah. what I mean. You know? yeah. I am
1: gonna say this
0: though, and it is a big deal from a counseling standpoint. Women that had had poor relationships with their father or poor attachments with their father, uh-huh. they have hard attachment issues with men in relationships as, they've, as they... Uh, and they think as they sex is
1: going to cure everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. For in, them. in
0: some cases, yeah. you know, whether... It depends on the issue, the uh-huh. the uh, the issue, but, but that's true too.
1: I, I mean, I told you, I think.
0: But men should run from women with daddy issues if they're not healed. If they're not
1: working
2: on them, at yeah. least. You when know. does that come out, though? Because... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you can. <kind laughs> of oh rise. boy, Jen and I have had conversations
1: about this one. Have you?
2: Well, it's not going to happen on the first date or the second or third. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just going to ask, "So, how's your relationship with your parents?" I, I mean, I've asked that question and it's been muddled over mm-hmm. because they're covering, yeah, or they don't, you know, and and you know this. I think it's so broken this. that
0: they'll just tell you the truth. Yeah, a yes. lot of times they'll
1: tell you stuff you don't want to yeah. hear.
2: <laughs> well, or they'll cover it up, uh, or they don't even know it. Like, I think in some of my experiences, I've run into those that don't even know it uh-huh. because it was childhood or issues, and their brain said, I'm going to protect you from that, so we're going to stick that way
0: back in there. So they've just, they've just there. blocked mm-hmm. it. So yeah. they just
2: blocked it and moved on, and then you're you know, you're know six months into this going, Oh my God, she's crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, the Better way six
2: months and six years,
0: that's the one mistake oh, sure. I think people make. And that is being afraid to ask the tough questions right up front. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're is right. your family like? You know, you are don't you have to, to your family. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you, you know, do you, what your parents live? Are they still married? Mm-hmm. You know, are you close to them without having to go? How close are you to your dad? You know, it's yeah. really private. But
2: but what, what is that boundary then? Because I've done both extremes and you know, this I've, I've, was married to one for many years that was attached to both parties. Still mm-hmm. is, right? Mm-hmm. And I've dated some that had no relationship with Which one or prefer? both.
1: Which did you manage
2: better? In? So, well, they're both so Extreme. different. They're, right? they're so different, different. I mean, and, and the problem is you get kind of sucked into it, and you don't even think it's kind of going on until your parents look at you and go, we never see you guys anymore Yeah, because you're spending all your time over here or it's just, I just like, what is that boundary? Like how do you figure all that out? Cause from a guy standpoint, that's, that's tough on us.
0: Well, I think, I think the answer to that is just asking the right questions. It's, it's being willing to ask the questions and listen for the answer it's and, and looking at how a woman respects her boundaries, you know, and, and that's yeah, a, that, that's, that's a big that thing
1: giveaway. Yeah. It really is. I mean, if she's, so
2: walk through that. Walk through the how she respects her boundaries. Okay, tell, so me, me tell me be, what you guys are going
1: for. Uh, this, I mean, absolute train wreck of a chick. I know. Um, <laughs> she's out with her girlfriends, right? Yeah. She's out with her girlfriends the other night. I wasn't there. Okay. I heard this secondhand, which I don't usually like repeating, but this was a such a solid source, and it told me so much about what's happening, basically. Um, this woman has children, okay? Uh, she's beautiful, all right? Bright, scary smart, actually. She was out with a group of women at a certain high-profile establishment in Holland Park Village, okay? Out for the evening with her girlfriends. We all know what that's like. You're out for the evening with your girlfriends. You're going to go have dinner, have some drinks, make an evening of it. Girl's night out. Yeah. Girl's not out. hmm After they'd been out for a couple of hours, she got, and I've never been on any of these. Jen can tell you this, so it's it's genuine ignorance. I'm not faking here. Um, the, uh, whatever it is, when you get a, a Tinder hookup thing.
2: She got a swipe right. <laughs> I guess.
1: She leaves the company of her girlfriends and goes to meet whoever this is and comes back. I was like, "Was she wearing the same clothes? Had yeah, she no, showered?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's wow. Like, Are you kidding me? Had she showered? Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, I, I'm like, uh, I was so appalled, and the fact that she would share that with them. I mean, if for whatever reason she felt so compelled to go m- make that appointment, I would have said. My kid fell down and scraped his knee. I mean, you know, w- w- the fact that she was comfortable sharing that with the other women at the table, and I guess thought that that would be okay with it. I was and, like, and, I bet
2: she has and, a trampoline in her front yard.
1: Right. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then the man that <laughs> you're right. I bet. She,
2: yeah, or and, at least a tire on a tree.
0: Yeah. Right? And and then the man that meets her. Um, he knows she's out with her girlfriends and that she took a couple hour break to come hook up with him. How much respect does that guy have for her zero? Zero.
2: But he wasn't looking for respect either. I mean, that's, you know, we've had this conversation on your podcast about this stuff and, you know, we can say, Oh my God, she's crazy. And he's not this, but it still takes two. So at some point they were both comfortable enough with that for that to occur. And that's where I throw my hand up and go, I'm not going to, that's nuts. But if that's your deal, then whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. but that's the person that's never going to find a relationship. You're right. Because she's, she's not
1: respecting herself. She's not valuing herself. Right. I mean, she's
2: not committed to the to the grind, right. essentially. Yeah. And there's, oh, no, she's committed to the grind.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> she was that night. I, was gonna say,
2: oh. I think the deal, I think if you looked in that past, in that party's past, there'd be an issue, though, with dad.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Just I'm throwing it out there. But. Absolutely. I absolutely am certain of it. But, you know, as as Jen and I were discussing when we were talking a couple of days ago, it it makes it harder for like, I guess, ladies, for lack of a better term, like you were saying earlier, Brad, um, to be taken seriously. You know, we're not playing hard to get. We're not playing hard ball. We're not trying to be difficult just for the sake of being difficult. We just do things differently.
0: Yeah. And, and if you go out with a guy and you're not you know, you're not giving it up. You're not easy. You're not stupid. You know, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. You're uptight and frigid.
0: Yeah, you know? <laughs> they're they're losing patience. I'm
2: like, what do you like, mean? I got to work for this?
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not going. They're not going to get anything. So they they're, they're going to go. They can go somewhere mm-hmm. where they can. And women need to think about how they're training men when they do that. these guys are thinking like we had talked about in the ladies tell all you know section Mm -hmm. that we had said if if women are doing this men are learning somewhere they can go right down the list you turn them down they'll find somebody that won't
1: and they're always going to find a take
0: women are sabotaging each other by their own totally bad behavior yeah they totally are
1: and and like i said it's just gotten worse and worse you know i would think that the older i get Like the less, I mean, like when you're in college and some girl's blackout drunk and she leaves her girlfriends to go do something like that and goes back. But, you know, when you're in your like late 40s, early 50s, that's not when you expect somebody to pull something like that. You know, I mean, it's just, it's nuts.
2: I think you're back to what you've always talked about, Jen, which is the ease, the ability and the ease of doing that. She picked up her phone, it buzzed and she went,
0: oh, yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: be back in a few. and
0: And here's somebody who desperately wants love so bad that she's willing to you know, cross those boundaries. Uh So.
1: Which is so tragic.
0: Yeah. You know, um, there's a million things we could talk about. A million, a million (laughs) things. A million and one. (laughs) I know. And, uh, and I, I hope that you'll come back and do this again and do a part two with me. I'd love to. uh, Because I feel like there was so much that we couldn't touch on today or didn't touch on. And, um, and I love your candidness. It's very hard for me to find somebody that, that will just say it like it is. And <laughs> I think people need to hear it. I think we live in a world where everybody's, you know, tooting everybody's horn and everybody's, you know, just, just oh, sugarcoating no everything. Yeah, no, blah, yeah. gross. It's
1: like, really? <laughs> yeah,
0: but, you know, here's the hard truth. There's reasons why you're not finding love. There's reasons why you're not meeting your person and people need to hear what those reasons are. Well, so. and there's
1: a lot to be said for people. You know, we all have our our inner circles that kind of keep us accountable. Yes. You know, if your friends are looking at you like, hey, that's okay, then you yeah. need some new friends.
0: Exactly. That's
1: <laughs> birds you. of a
2: feather.
0: Thank you. No, it's so true. Yep. Okay, oh, thanks well, for having thanks for coming, Kim. coming, <laughs>